Wellness Force Radio, episode 39. They're just tools. They're just mirrors. They're just mirrors of mindfulness that are going to allow us to show up a little bit better each day if you have the right intention behind it. So just like a hammer or a saw, it's a tool. And the tool is only as powerful as the mindset that you bring it into your life with. Wellness Force Radio. Welcome back for another episode. I am your host, Josh Trent. I'm also your digital health coach and your friend on this wellness journey. And I want to stop for just one second and thank you so much for sharing this small slice of your day with me here on the show. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different as the tables are flipped. So if you're brand new to Wellness Force Radio, this is not the perfect spot to start. Go ahead and scroll down on your phone. Check out the previous episodes from some powerful thought leaders in the wellness technology, fitness, and behavior change spaces. Now, how are you guys doing on the New Year's Eve goals? You know, we're almost at week three here in January of 2016, and this show is a wrap-up on our six-part series of Wellness in the New Year. I wanted to replace today's episode with something that's close to my heart, and that is apps and devices that we can use in this age of distraction and over-information can essentially make it easier for us to be less distracted and also to have more accountability to stick to our goals. This sticking power that I'm talking about, it is no more difficult than the era we live in. How many times do notifications, calendar invites, and responsibilities pop up on our phones? Probably 100 to 250 times per day. If you're a parent, even more. So when we look at how technology can actually help us improve this process of being well, having well-being and living a a healthy and fulfilled life, I think that technology is going to play a huge role, especially in 2016 with all the different devices and apps that are coming out. So on today's show, JJ flips the script and interviews me on Wellness Force Radio from her show, Fit to Love Podcast, an award-winning show and a phenomenal host. You guys are going to love this episode with JJ, and you might get to know a little bit more about me because I know I bring on such powerful guests, but this will be a cool opportunity for you and I to connect in a different way that we don't normally do. So enjoy the show where JJ Flazanes interviews me on the power of wellness technology and how it can change lives. We have a very special guest today. We've got Josh Trent. He's the founder of wellnessforce.com and host of the Wellness Force radio podcast. Awarded top 50 digital health influencers of 2015, Josh is a wellness consultant, corrective exercise specialist, quantified self-enthusiast, and expert in fitness technology. Josh's motivation to create Wellness Force in 2009 and coach over 10,000 training sessions is rooted deep in the fabric of where he came from, an early childhood and adolescent life plagued with weight and health struggles. Along his personal and professional health journey since 2004, Josh has trained with numerous world-class fitness professionals, including Juan Carlos Santana, Paul Cech, Todd Durkin, and Mike Boyle. With over 10 years of high-level experience in the health and fitness industry, Josh provides content for multiple fitness and digital health publications, such as Wellness FX, the National Academy of Sports Medicine, Nuvian Digital Health, the Fitness Industry Technology Council, and San Diego Pacific Magazine. Certified by multiple NCCA fitness organizations, Josh continues his own transformation on iTunes and online with a clear mission to empower greater wellness in over 1 million lives through technology. Welcome to the show, Josh. Thank you. This is going to be so much fun. It is because I'm I'm so not about technology. And I don't mean not about technology because obviously, you know, you and I both have a show on iTunes. Sure. So there's a certain appreciation <laughs> I have. Yeah. And I do own an iPad. But this 
this is going to be really educational for me too because I'm kind of that old school person. I've got my calendar where I write in it, but I do prefer that. But you and I, we are in the same space, but we specialize in different things. So I'm really excited not only to share with my listeners what kinds of technology will actually improve their wellness, right? Because I think of technology as sometimes a it focuses us and it overwhelms us and people get scatterbrained. Yes. And, and so for you to like bring it back into a real simplistic, it can really benefit your life. I'm excited to learn too. Yeah. And, and it's a double-edged sword. I'm sure we're going to touch all about that, but it can take and it can give technology. Okay. So first I want to congratulate you. I know you've been really high on new and noteworthy since you launched your show. I've been very impressed with where your show has lived, both on the audio and the, all the podcasts and audio under health category and also congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. I, I know we're both kind of doing different tools for the same thing, which is empowering people. So I've seen you there too, and it's been great to grow together. It has. And I love that we're both on a mission to have people be happy and healthy. Yes, definitely. So let's start off with the technology piece. Where do you want to start us in terms of, are we going to start with a actual, like an app or a device? Or are we going to talk about the overview of using technology in general? Sure. I mean, a good starting point would be who are you and what are you trying to do? I know on your show, you talk a lot about belief systems and about how a tool is essentially a tool. And there's so many pieces behind that, that really can make someone either succeed or fail based on their mindset. So I want to just start off by saying, even though technology and wellness devices and apps can be powerful, there is a huge mindset component that is equally as important. So let's definitely put that out there in the space of our conversation. But on that note, technology is something that can empower people's lives. For years and years and years, it's been something that has made people sedentary and sit at the computer and have forward posture and lead unhealthy lives, 10 hours at the desk, things like that. But it's because technology has been driving productivity in America. Now, because of the law of accelerating returns, our technological evolution is about four years ago, it reached our human evolutionary growth pace. What that means is technology from now on will duplicate at, at a rate of 10 times faster in its evolution than we will in our physiological and mental evolution. So what that means is not only will you have to be paying attention to what's going on with technology because it'll be evolving so fast, but there's going to be some beautiful tools that can help our wellness catch up and give us more free time so that we can leverage this technology in order to make our life the most optimal it can be as far as wellness. So let's start with the beginner. Because as you were saying all of that, I got a little overwhelmed, of course, because you and I both know as marketing people too, right? Like to keep up with the marketing trends, sure. and the different social media, it can be very overwhelming and it can get very frustrating if it doesn't come naturally. And I think the older you get, not the harder it is, but it's less part of where we came from. So it is definitely, there's a little bit of a learning curve. So if I'm a beginner, let's just talk to me. What kind of technology would you be recommending to make my life healthier? Okay, if you're starting out, and I would definitely work with a coach because as you had said, whenever you're going into a new space, whether it's technical or mental, it's nice to have a coach. It's nice to have a group or a community to bounce things off of. So I would involve myself in a group, first of all. It could be a group where you gamify technology. So making tech easy for somebody who's maybe not tech savvy, get into a group, first of all. Get into a group that's doing a step counting contest. There's a ton of apps out there like Fitbit or Jawbone that gamify 
gamify or basically incentivize your workouts or your steps. So you can have something on your phone where you and 10 friends are counting steps and sending each other messages and making it so that you're both or, or all of you in the group are working towards a, a count, whether it's 10,000 or 15,000. Over time, it's fun. This community aspect, this emotional aspect will add value to the technology that you're using and you'll be able to push each other forward as you go along. So that's the first piece. Get into a community that is really empowering themselves with an app or with a device. The best devices that I've seen for people that are brand new are things that are simplistic. Don't worry about getting a crazy heart rate monitor or GPS tracking. We're not really caring if you're doing 15 miles on the bike every day if you're just starting. So I would recommend using a Fitbit. There's the charge. There's also the flex. They're about around $100 or $150. What these are going to track is about six buckets of your data. The first one is your steps. Obviously, you know, there's lots of data out there that facilitates 10,000 steps being a good marker for people to have a healthy life. I think it could be a little bit less for some and a little bit more for some. So you can work with your coach on what's best for that. But 10,000 is a great goal. You also can input your calories in. So for some people, it's been a negative. It creates neuroses and kind of just this craziness around tracking calories. So if that's a fit for you, you can put in calories into the app and you can start tracking your calories in. If that takes you away from your goal, do something a little bit less structured. The third bucket is going to be your sleep. Now, there is tons of data about sleep health, not just sleep quantity, but sleep quality. These trackers can, you know, they can actually quantify the data of your movement during your sleep. So we'll know based on your heart rate, if you have a heart rate monitor, you can know how much REM sleep or how much restorative sleep you're getting, how many times that you're moving and tossing and turning around so that then you can pull way back from that data and start looking at how is my sleep affecting my weight loss goals? How is my sleep affecting my performance goals and so on and so forth? And then the last one is your sedentary time versus your time active. So we know that an hour of exercise, no matter how dramatic or uh, intense it is, is not going to take away from eight to 10 hours of sitting on our butts. <laughs> so in order for us to get something a little bit more insightful about how we're showing up every single day in our life, this time seated versus time standing is powerful. And you can track all these different things in an app starting out like Fitbit. And do you need to have an iPhone to do this? Or can you have an iPad? Or do you need either one of those? Well, the best way to do it is with a phone. It doesn't have to be an iOS. There's Android and iOS. I mean, no matter what phone you have, JJ, there's there's apps for you. So if the Fitbit isn't a good one, there's also a couple other brands. There's the Misfit Tracker. They do a lot of uh, marketing towards women. So it's a very easy, simple device. There's also Jawbone and Garmin. And those are around the top four that are easy to integrate. And like I said, they're around 100 bucks. Right. You, I wanted to laugh when you said any phone. You don't know me. I have a flip phone. Oh, so, do you have uh, a Razor? I have. I don't even know. Okay. Do you remember is. when the Razor came out? It was like such the big deal. The flip. Yeah. 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 Well, and it, it's actually not an old phone. It's somewhat of an. I bought a brand new phone that T Mobile was making. And because I don't want all that stuff on my phone, that's why I have an iPad. That's why I'm asking, like, can I use it with an iPad Definitely. or a. Yeah. Or, okay, yeah. great. Because I'm that person. When I talked about technology, people laugh because they see my phone. But <laughs> and for and for other health reasons. Yeah. But all right. So now we've got different things that we're tracking the sleep and how sedentary active. And that's for the general. And I agree with you completely about like, who are you and, and what makes you crazy or doesn't, because I know for some people, calorie counting gives them a framework. Sure. And so for some people, it makes them crazy. And for some people, they don't even pay attention. Like they get, 
it's like a placebo. Like it stops working after a while. Like they don't, they get used to it. It's like, you know, taking a drug and then needing more of it because it doesn't actually mean anything anymore. Like they sometimes track it and they sometimes don't. And so it's not really the issue. So, all right. So great first step. And now what other devices or apps or things can we use to help us in other areas? There is apps for creating healthy meals. There's a lot of, I did a a blog post with Kat Humphus. She's been on the Food Network and we talk about on her website, four different apps for healthy foodies. If you love food, that's great. But these devices, these applications on the phone can really help you out in selecting the types of foods that are going to be best for your program. So if you're working with a coach or a nutritionist, I would recommend taking a look at different wellness apps for food intake. So you can start off by doing a couple different ones. The One of them is Two Grand. This is an app that was based off of people that hate tracking calories. <laughs> so for some people, this might be a good fit. Two Grand is an app that lets you kind of easily log your meals and drinks just by clicking a photo. So over a course nice. of a couple of weeks, you can just have a nice visual diary of how you're eating. That might be a little bit less neurotic than somebody who's tracking calories based off of plus and minus of one. There's another app that's called Fujicate. Fujicate is great because you can track progress and it looks beyond just calories to help you lose weight. So we're, it really breaks down your micros instead of just you know your macros, how many protein uh, grams, how many carbohydrate grams. You can also scan food quickly. So if you don't want to type things in, you can just scan it and it logs it in. Those are a couple of things that I think are powerful for people in regards to nutrition. There's other apps too that really encompass wellness because as you know, JJ, I mean, wellness is not just moving and eating. Wellness is everything. It's our spiritual health. It's the thoughts that we think. So diving into that, two grand is an app for food. Day one is an app to enter life logging. So if you're doing a journal practice or if you're having a morning meditation practice, whether it's something where you're writing down by hand or whatever it is, personally for me, I like day one. It's an opportunity for me to log my fears, my hopes, my dreams, and just record everything down into my phone or laptop or or iPad. And it syncs between all devices, kind of similar to what Evernote does. Evernote is an app for business owners and people that just want to categorize their life into notes and photos. So day one is something that people can look up for journaling practice. There is a ton of research out there around how journaling can actually relieve stress because when we write things down that we're afraid of, when we write things down that we're, that we're working towards, these become positive affirmations. So that's a really good bucket too when we're talking about mindset for applications and wellness. And those are just a couple based on food and thinking as well. So give me some examples of some client feedback or testimonials about how a specific app like really created a better state of mind or gave them some freedom that they didn't have before or they got such great results that they couldn't imagine not using it. Do you have any of those? Yes, there is an app. Since we're talking about mindset, there is an app and it's called Muse. And it goes in tandem with a brain sensing headband. So very technical here, but super easy to implement. It's it's brain tracking. It's brainwave tracking. So we have our alpha brainwaves. When you're in a state of focused calm, that's your alpha state. And those emit a certain millivoltage that can be picked up by a brain sensing headband during your meditation practice. There's also theta and beta waves. Those are a lot more active. Those are ones that when you're experiencing fear, when you're experiencing stress, those can be tracked as well. So now what's exciting for me, and since you talk about, do you have any case studies? I am the ultimate case study. I have always struggled with a morning meditation practice for a long time. I want to say more than five years. So what for, for me, logging and tracking has been the differentiator between wanting to do it and being excited to meditate or not. 
So I've used technology as a way for me to, to push myself and to give myself this gentle nudge of not only having a space where for 10 minutes every morning I meditate, but also seeing the quality of it. There's different ways that this app can gamify this experience. There's little birds that tweet into your ear like soft birds. There's also rain and ocean sounds. So it gives me this nice emotional context to see the quality of my meditation, how I'm actually showing up during my session, a percentage of how calm I was versus how mentally active I was. And that's been great because when I start my day with 10 minutes of peace and quiet, that leads to other great things. So that's a way that technology has helped me personally. I have to ask what your sign is. I'm a Taurus. Okay. Of course, structure. You need structure. So to see what's going on and to have that feedback and to create that structure for yourself and the data that shows you that it's working, that totally makes sense. And also just it's a masculine trait too, to have a focus of feedback. I know a lot of my clients, if I don't give them account in an exercise, like they want to know when, where the end is. And I used to say the end is when you go to failure and we don't know what that count is. So I just need you to concentrate. And they're like, no, how many am I doing 25? Am I doing 30? Am I doing 10? And I'm like, oh my God. But I realized it was, had to do with partly being masculine and sort of wanting the end. I want to know where I'm going. And so it was very focused. And so that was, so I would say on the coaching side too, for anyone who's wanting to get some more information about all this stuff is to also take in mind your astrological sign and how you process information and the things that you need to support you and how you work best. And so I would say, especially for someone like you, meditation, if you don't see how it affects everything else, right? If there's no like structure to that, then it's why do it? It's it actually meditation is a very creative kind of right brain surrendering emotionally kind of thing. And so when you put it in the framework of I'm going to track it, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to analyze it, yeah. and I'm going to see it, all of a sudden, your energy around that can change. So good insight for the who are you and, and how are you going to use this technology? Absolutely. We've got the food, we've got the mindset, we've got some of the exercise, we've got the sleep, we've got the are you sedentary or active. Have we missed any categories of apps that you really like or technology that would be helpful? Those four, the Fitbit, the Muse, the Day One, if someone is an athletic performer, so if we're talking about a hard charging athlete, there is beautiful data around heart rate variability. I use an app called Ithlete. I-T-H-L-E-T-E. And what that does is it measures the time between the BPMs that you have. So the higher score you get through heart rate variability, the more ready you are to athletically perform that day. So if I have an HRV score of 50, that means that I need to have a restorative day. So it's a way to start really quantifying how we're showing up as an athlete or a, or a weekend warrior, whatever it is. So for people that are looking to take their performance to the next level, HRV, and there is a ton of data on PubMed, on an ancestral health websites, on athletic performance websites. HRV is a way to see if you're ready to push it hard that day or not. That's been powerful for me because there have been days where I'm feeling tired and I've actually just leaned on my HRV score as permission to give myself a rest day because I don't know about you, but there are some days where I know that even if I don't feel like exercising or, or going for a strength training work, then I, just, I still do because I know the benefits of it. But I might be actually going against myself. I might be actually hurting myself more than helping. So this HRV score through iFleet has been very powerful. I've been using it for a couple weeks. What I've seen with, with iFleet is that my HRV score on nights where I don't sleep very well is a lot lower. And so obviously, like if I haven't had restorative sleep, then I'm not ready to perform that next day. And it's for me, it's been great, I guess you would say, as, as a tracking Taurus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think this as a man and right and being focused, and I think that... And being a trainer, I think that this that app that I 
sounds awesome for, I mean, I know a handful of clients that I would tell about, I may tell today because that idea of restorative and giving yourself permission, I think for a lot of people that's hard sometimes, especially when you're an A-type personality and you push yourself and you don't mind working hard. And, you know, there's that balance of the people that need to be pushed and the people that need to be like told to surrender and allow and stop moving and relax. And, and so for the people that are really the more focus driven A-type personalities who maybe have a little bit more anxiety, giving yourself permission is really important. And not only important, just because you can perform better maybe the next day, but just so you don't injure yourself and to really understand and be mindful of how else might you be able to tell without the app that your body is telling you something. And so I think that's a really great tool to connect you to your body even further and be more mindful about any other signals that maybe you weren't picking up on before. I loved how you mentioned mindfulness because technology is for me and a lot of people, a catalyst for increased mindfulness. I mean, everyone's more busy than they've ever been. There isn't a, there isn't a friend that I have that says, oh, I, I've been bored for a week or I, no one's bored anymore. Like if you're bored, you're not, you're not really actually, you probably either don't have a job or you don't have enough to do because the people that are really pushing forward in life, there is more information than we've ever had. So this robotically lived life where, you know, with technology comes automation. This is the other side of the sword. Now, all these apps that we've talked about for the past 15 minutes, they're just tools. They're just mirrors. They're just mirrors of mindfulness that are going to allow us to show up a little little bit better each day if you have the right intention behind it. So just like a hammer or a saw, it's a tool. And the tool is only as powerful as the mindset that you bring it into your life with. I love it. And I have a new relationship now with it. And I, not that I would be using all of these different things because of the fact that I don't have a smartphone, but I would definitely be recommending them to clients for the very reason of monitoring some of those things that are so important that without the tracking, you may not notice or may think, oh, well, I sleep fine. Or, but if you notice on a Fitbit or something that you're getting up multiple times during the the day or during the night. And why is that? You know, so we can really transform health, like you said, by being more mindful of actually watching the data from the app to let you know exactly how you're performing in all things. I love that all of these sound, minus the athlete, these all sound somewhat for the beginner or intermediate. And I want you to think of a few really fun, advanced apps or technology that would help, again, that weekend warrior person, if you have any other ones that have to do with food, if they're maybe more of a foodie, or if someone is a weekend athlete, or if someone's a pro athlete, or they're working towards getting scholarships in different areas, depending on their age. What do you think of the a few advanced apps and technology for the the person that's ready to take it to the next level. Okay. So for the next level athlete, there is wearable body metrics. What these are, are an example of this would be Hexoskin. Hexoskin is kind of like a shell t-shirt with sensors embedded that track your breathing rate, your heart rate, and your morning HRV. So this is like a shirt you wear that has a sensor piece inside of it where during your basketball session or your strength training session or whatever it is, now we can start tracking more than just how your heart rate is or how many calories you're putting out because those data pieces are great. But what's been really powerful, and I interviewed the CEO for Hexoskin, he talked about a professional basketball team where they use this Hexoskin shirt on their athletes to track their breathing rate, how much actual volume of breath they're putting out during these high stress moments or whatever it might be. This led to different coaching cues for the athletes to breathe <laughs> because the number one thing that happens when we get tense as an athlete or a mom or a dad, whatever, whoever we are, is that we don't breathe. So just having that moment to breathe out 
as the coach can cue it, it's meant that these athletes have shot the basket in more times, been able to jump further, and they've actually had case studies on the Hexoskin site where by wearing this shirt and by having that data, that qualitative data to the coach, it's been able to have people increase their performance. So Hexoskin is a really cool tool um, for someone who's looking for that extra edge. And if you combine that with your morning HRV, now we're talking about something we can really start dialing in your performance. Wow, that's amazing. I'm very curious. I may have to get some of that myself just just to play with it. Like I'm actually kind of excited to play with some yeah. of these because for that reason, again, just to sort of bring some awareness to, well, what's really going on and, and yeah. So what else do you have? The, the Hexoskin is a good combination if you're, if you're using it and there's a ton of apps around the performance space. But one other one that I like is the MyFitnessPal. MyFitnessPal is, are you familiar with MyFitnessPal at all? I am. Do you think that that is a more advanced? I think it can be more advanced if you start logging your nutrient timing and you cross-section it with your athletic performance. So those two pieces, if you're doing your Fitbit and you're doing your nutrition tracking and you plug that into your breathing rate, taking those three together, I mean, it's not for everyone. That's a very data-driven model. But if you start looking at the food that you're eating, the breath that you're taking, the steps that you're taking, and the heart rate variability that you're ready for for that day, take all of those three together plug them into a spreadsheet, pull it out, put all the data in a 30-day window. Now you're talking about really, really fine-tuning your performance. Because, I mean, as you know, the food you eat, the breath you take, and the heart rate that you're training under, those are all things that really can shed light to greater levels of, of performance that can be reached. Awesome. It's funny because I would have thought I have clients that use my fitness pal, so I know they're probably listening and now they've got something else to play with if they so desire. Yes. And, and there's, there's so, tons of other advanced ones, but I haven't had the time to really play around with them because just like you, I'm, I'm a busy working professional. So I only have time for so many apps and you got to try this shirt on and see if it fits. Right. Well, and so are you coaching people? Right now we're in a beta program where we have around four to five people that are using some of these apps and devices. In January, we're going to launch a digital health transformation coaching program where these devices can actually be used in tandem to a lifestyle integrative approach. So I'm a trained holistic lifestyle coach through the Czech program. And what I believe in is the six pillars of breath, right? Breath, thoughts, water, food, sleep, and thoughts. Those things work together. Technology can be a huge catalyst for each one of those. I mean, just today, JJ, we've talked about breath tracking, heart rate tracking, food tracking, uh, tracking our thoughts through a journal process. So the integration of technology into a holistic component is completely transformational. And I have a digital health guide on my website where I've actually applied these things to my own self because as you know, you, you cannot take somebody on a journey that you haven't been on yourself. So I've tried these for about a year and a half. I filtered out the devices that don't work well and the methodologies in coaching that, that I think is the best. And that's what I'm really most excited about for, for January. Well, it's obvious that you are an expert in this field of technology when it comes to wellness and you're a plethora of information that people and a resource that people really need to know about. So where can they find you? How can they work with you? Oh, thanks. Yeah. The, the, if anything I said today made you go, what? <laughs> or if it excited you or you have questions, you can always learn more about me at wellnessforce.com. It's the same thing, wellnessforce on Twitter and Facebook and, and just search Google too. If you want a little more insight, you can just go to my website and wellnessforce.com slash radio. And that's where you can get the free guide and learn more about the podcast as well. We've had 
had some really cool guests on the podcast and we're actually going to be having JJ is going to be published soon as well. So you can get a little more insight into JJ being the guest instead of the host. <laughs> They've heard some of that, but yes, it was really fun to be on your show and I really enjoyed where we went with our conversation as well. I've learned a lot from you today and I look forward to learning more. So I hope that everybody listening, go check out wellnessforce.com, uh, listen to Josh's show and definitely re-listen to the show if he went really fast. I'm taking notes over here, but I know I'm going to have to go back and listen to it again too, just to check out all the different apps and see what works for you. And if you need help, reach out, be a part of his beta program and let us know how you like today's show. Come on over to fittolove.tv and, and let us know. Josh, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. That is a wrap for episode 39. Thanks again for sticking around till the end of the show because at the end of every show, I have treats and today is absolutely no different. I'm really excited about this treat. You know, I've had a few people write to me lately from some of the books that we've given away, some of the coaching calls that we've given away, and it was really great feedback around how this technology is helping people, these apps, these devices. But this knowledge of technology and apps is one thing. There is a bridge that we've talked about on the show, and that's the bridge between knowing and doing. So what I'm offering for February 15th, the first group of the year only, is a free paid scholarship spot for our digital health coaching group. Today's episode was so powerful in the way we unpacked the apps and devices that we can all use to have better fitness and wellness. But community and connection is really the differentiator between having tools and getting it done. So I'd like to offer for someone with the right story, somebody who's been struggling for a while. Maybe you've been listening to the podcast for months. Maybe you've just been listening for a couple weeks, but you're at this crossroads. You're feeling like, wow, I've tried so much. My weight has gone up and down for so long. I just need somebody to help me. Well, this group might be a fit for you, and I'd love to give you an interview spot. Email me, josh at wellnessforce.com. Let me know your story. Let me know what your interest is in joining the group, and I would be happy to have that conversation with you. So again, josh at wellnessforce.com. Now you get to go and have an amazing day with all the tools that JJ and I discussed. Until I see you again next Monday for another powerful episode, I'm wishing you love and wellness 